the word of the Lord continue to take root in us so that we produce the rich harvest which God has planned for us. The reading for the day is the parable of the sower. So first, what is a parable? A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. But first, I will read the parable and share some thoughts on Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. Having done that, I will later on read Matthew 13, 18 to 23, which explains the parable of the sower. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed, and as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns which grew up and choked the plant. Still other seeds fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The parable of the sower is a very familiar one, and the challenge for the preacher is how can we be made fresh on each occasion? And the challenge for those listening is how can we stay with it and hear what God is saying to us today? So as I begin, lead us in a short reflection. So if you sit comfortably, relax. And as you get ready, I'm going to pray. Jesus, the sower, whatever I am today, whatever the mix of path, rock, thorns or soil, Help me to become good ground for you, for your word and for your presence. Amen. So first of all, let us think about where you are in this story. Try to put yourself in the scene. Are you part of the large crowd on the seashore? Can you feel the heat of the sun? Is the water shimmering? Do you wish you could get through the crowds to the seashore and paddle in the cool water? How do you feel when Jesus gets into the boat? Have you noticed he is sitting down to preach just like the rabbi does in the synagogue? When Jesus speaks, can you hear clearly 
or do you want to try and push through the crowds to get closer to the boat? What is Jesus saying? Have you managed to get nearer to hear every word clearly? Now you have achieved that. Does that help you to concentrate? Can you empathise with Jesus, the sower? Maybe you have a garden or an allotment or both. Have you tried to grow some plants from seed? If you haven't a garden, have you grown some seeds in pots on your window ledge? How successful has been your yield? How far can you relate to the experience of the sower? In the parable of the sower, God is the farmer. I like to think that as Jesus sat down in the boat beside the lake and spoke to the people, he was looking across at a field and a farmer broadcasting his seed by hand, as was the custom of their day. So Jesus scatters his word on the hearts of the people. Sometimes we hear what Jesus is saying, but we don't fully grasp it and adhere to it. Also sin enters in and our good intentions scatter in the wind. Sometimes we are joyful in our journey. Other times our weaknesses are exposed. So now we listen to the explanation of the parable given by Jesus. Matthew 13, verses 18 to 23. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is a seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. So the conditions of the hearts of the people are resented, represented by four types of soil. Hard soil, rocky soil, thorns and good soil. When anyone hears the word of God and does not understand it, Satan comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. 
So what does understanding the word require from us? We need to focus on feeding on God's word on a daily basis. We have Christian friends and, Christ and Christians and disciples and those who lead and preach in our congregation. We have fellowship groups and courses. We have a lot of people to help us understand the word and Christian resources in books and online. Yes, it has been different during COVID, but there is no shortage of material, either available on St Mike's website or nationally on the radio, television or online. So how do we resist Satan? That requires trust that God has something to, pour, to say at, and through our lives. To receive the message of God, we have to accept the reality also that we are called to be messengers of God as well. So now we come to the rocky ground. As for what was sown on rocky or thorny ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. The reality that Jesus proclaims is that you can't be a Christian on your own. We need Jesus in our lives and others to keep us rooted and grounded in faith. Also, let us allow the sufferings and joys, the struggles and triumphs of our ancestors in faith inspire us. We become rooted and grounded in the past and present as the body of Christ. We are part of something much larger than ourselves. And it is those roots that keep us going when circumstances start to crash in about us. Then there are warnings about the thorns that choke us and make us unfruitful in our work with God. Personally, I have found these days of COVID difficult, partly because of the pain I'm in and also not being able to be with people. It has felt like my life has been drained of so much. I am sure that this is true for you all in many different ways. Point of this parable is not whether we are good soil. Point of this parable that God is a very bad farmer. He doesn't wait until we are good soil. He just continues to sow his love in our hearts in every moment. Jesus is calling us to hear this parable, receive his love and then learn to follow his example and love the world. Although seeds are always sown into an unknown future, and the conditions in which they grow are something we can't always predict. We see the amazing generosity of so many at this time of COVID-19. From Tony, age five, with prosthetic legs, 
walking for the hospital that saved his life. To Captain Tom, now aged 100, and his walk for the NHS, who both raised amazing amounts of money. We are thankful for volunteers who deliver our food and medication, and those who serve in food banks and shops, who deliver our mail and collect our waste. Their generosity reminds of the generosity of God the sower. Since the outbreak of COVID-19, we have necessarily distanced ourselves from others. Some of us has had the opportunity to become more aware of the natural world around us as we have spent time in our gardens or walked in open space. We have observed the birds and heard their song. Since changes in our lifestyles are conditioning us to use our eyes to see and our ears to listen, as today's gospel invites us to do, Jesus' directive, let anyone with ears listen, is a reminder that we do have ears and that we do not always hear. So my prayer for us today is that whatever our circumstances are, that we will know the generosity of God's love, as Paul speaks of in Ephesians 3, verses 16 to 19. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and grounded and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Go well into your day, and may you come again soon to our doors.